Shalom, everyone. I'm Monty Judah with Lion Lamb Ministries. This is another edition of Messianic World Update. Today's date is Friday, March the 17th at St. Patrick's Day here in the year 2023. Before I begin sharing some of the news with you this week, I want to remind you that no matter what happens in the world, no matter what may affect you, that the Lord is still with us. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. And we can put our trust in him despite what we might see with our eyes, hear with our ears that may be ominous and concerning. I want to remind you that because I'm going to share some things with you today that are very ominous sounding. Let me get to that report and share what's going on. In the Ukraine war, Poland has now agreed to send to Ukraine in support of them in the war with Russia MiG-29 jet fighters. If you recall, Crane was asking from the U.S. for F-16s. They need jet fighters, and apparently they worked it out for Ukraine to give MiG-29s. This is actually a much better decision because Ukrainian pilots are already trained on those aircraft, and so they don't have to go through special training to learn how to fly an F-16. So that's a major step for Ukraine in dealing with Russia. So let's talk about Russia itself and what's going on with it. Ukraine is being successful in hitting Russia in Russia with some of their own drone attacks. The Russians are, again, using Iranian equipment to attack Ukraine. So this thing is starting to expand and work its way out into a much broader conflict. At the moment, it's kind of a proxy war. But the fear is this thing could roll into a world war because of all the superpowers and other nations that are choosing up sides with regard to this. This is kind of like the match that's been lit, and everybody's afraid that it could explode. This week, Russia decided to harass a U.S. drone, surveillance drone, that was flying in the Black Sea area. That's down by Crimea and the southern part of Ukraine, where the war is going on. And the harassment, they decided they took a couple of Su-27 MiGs, and they were flying by the drone, and they were dumping fuel from the aircraft in the hopes that the fuel would spray onto the drone, maybe block the optical sensors, uh, cause problems with the drone. Well, apparently it got a little too close, and they clipped one of the propeller's blades, and as a result, the drone crashed. It went down in the Black Sea, and the Pentagon put out the video that showed the Su-27 coming in and, and making the approach. These kinds of harassing attacks are normal on given a weekly, monthly basis, but they usually don't end in an accident like this. And this is a very serious incident that has taken place between Russia against the U.S. Air Force. And we have the right to fly in international airspace, and that's where this took place. So that is showing you that the tensions between the U.S. and Russia are building at the same time because of the Ukrainian war. China just finished visiting Russia, and there's great concern about China joining with Russia because China would come like a superpower, they think they are, join Russia, whereas the U.S. and NATO is helping Ukraine, and that's where you're getting this combination of superpowers, and they're all playing the game called Russia-Ukraine war. The Chinese are now on a full international campaign, multiple places all around the world, asserting themselves that they are the right nation to kind of lead the world into the future. 
and they're trying to unseat the United States from being the leading superpower that is involved internationally with a lot that goes on in the world. So you can see the conflict is starting to build. We've talked about China's military moves with regard to the Pacific, with Taiwan, Japan, and so forth. But China's goals aren't just limited to the Pacific. They apparently have a great interest in all over the world and basically replacing the U.S. footprint of influence and prestige that is around the world. Iran has just sealed a deal with Saudi Arabia and cooperation with it. And also, they've signed a deal with Belarus, which is the nation that's over the north of Ukraine, sitting beside Russia. And guess who put the deal together? China. China is the one who's brokered these agreements for these different nations. And so they're all a little bit beholding to China about those things. Russia is now supplying to Iran Su-35 MiG fighters, and Iran doesn't really have a viable air force. And the previous discussions about the possibility of Israel going over and dealing with Iran using their superior air force, getting Su-35s, which is cutting-edge fighters for the Iranians, tremendously complicates the issue of how Israel will be trying to take care of Iran should they have to. Well, obviously, that agreement of Russia giving Su-35s to Iran is part of the deal because of Iran is supplying missiles and drones to Russia for the Ukrainian war. But it's not just Su-35s that the Russians are giving to the Iranians. Obviously, they are supplying other critical parts and technology that may be associated with the Iranian nuclear program. That is very concerning. And that's probably the reason why U.S. military senior officials are meeting with Israeli senior officials. And I'm sure they're talking about what are we going to do about Iran and because the military conflict is definitely on its way. It's coming. Here in the United States, in the recent news cycle that we've seen, The U.S. Congress, now headed by the Republicans, have opened up some congressional investigations. And the results, the initial results coming out here are very, very ominous. If you recall, Elon Musk bought the organization called Twitter and has now opened up the Twitter files to allow people to see what was really going on with them. And they actually, he selected that two journalists would come in and they would survey all of the files to determine kind of what's going on to try to avoid any political favoritism with regard to it. So these two journalists have come in and they've made their initial report and now they're coming to Congress and they're giving the report in these committee meetings. Let me just go ahead and summarize for you what the initial report that has come out of these two journalists. And oh, by the way, There's a whole lot of people, especially on the Democratic side of the Congress, that are very upset with what they have said. Here's a summary of where they're at. That on all social platforms, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, all of those things, the FBI and Homeland Security have been manipulating all the public information that the rest of the U.S. citizens get. They have been discounting other reports and, in fact, asking them not to post them, to not allow them to be displayed, and at the same time putting out misinformation and using them for that purpose. 
As a result, the other major media platforms, such as newspapers and television networks and things like that, they are able to put reports out saying, Twitter has said, and then one of them picks it up, like the New York Times or the Washington Post or whatever, and then other news medias jump on that and expand the story. And what it is, is basically the government is orchestrating a full propaganda campaign in this country for political reasons. Our media is no longer being a safeguard against our government. Our media is now being manipulated by the government to our harm. This is one of the major reasons that the Nazis were so successful in Germany when they took over the country. They manipulated the media. It was called propaganda. And when I was a kid growing up, boy, when we talked about World War II and how it got started, the big thing that we used to talk about was how to avoid propaganda. And we saw examples when we were as the youth of what the Germans had done. Here we are, <laughs> not a kid anymore, and I'm watching my own country do the same stuff the Nazis did in Europe and in Germany at the start of World War II. Let me tell you something. That is a very, very serious issue for us as citizens in this country. And, oh, by the way, our government, and this sometimes is at state level, is starting to infringe not only on freedom of speech but on freedom of religion. Let me just recount two very specific. These are in California. There's a church out there called Hillsong Church, and there's quite a controversy over it. Apparently, during the COVID crisis, they refused to do the masking and the spacing thing. The state of California set up a complete surveillance program against them. They actually exploited the use of a, another church that was next to them, and they were trying to find the leaders of the church and so forth. And here is a state government spying on a church. This is absolutely contrary to the Constitution. The Constitution says the government is prohibited from infringing in any way on a religious practice. And holding a church service is definitely religious practice. Additionally, we have this situation. And by the way, that church was in San Jose. But let me tell you about another action that has been going on there. And I mentioned the Hillsong Church. Now, this one was in San Jose area. They are stepping into the zone of where uh, they want to make laws that will restrict churches from being able to do the things they do, particularly when it comes to the subject of the homosexual agenda. And they're basically dictating and telling churches what they have to do with regard to that subject. Again, it's a violation of the Constitution. The state does not get to do that. But yet, we are suddenly living in a country where this is happening. Let me say this to you very simply. It's very clear right now that our civil liberties that are guaranteed to us in the Constitution, apparently our governments are deciding that they don't, they don't mean anything anymore. And we're talking about freedom of speech, and we're talking about the freedom of religion, and also the freedom of the press. That has now been compromised by the agendas being carried out by the federal government. This is very concerning.
One of the items that is central in this whole discussion is, I'm sure you've heard of it, is the Hunter Biden laptop. Apparently, the government has this laptop. There's very, very concerning information on the laptop. It has exposed and revealed that the entire Joe Biden family has been completely compromised by the Chinese government. And they've taken money for it to enrich themselves. And as far as I'm concerned, our president is completely compromised by the government of, of China. And if you look at his policies and how he's dealing with China, it is completely consistent with a guy who's been bought and paid for by China. We have now come to the point in our country where the truth about what's going on with things like this is referred to as misleading information. Now, let me say that again. When we find the truth and we reveal the truth, it's regarded as misleading information by other public sources. And again, it goes back to our civil liberties are completely being destroyed in this country. Do you think this country can survive that? We haven't ever seen any other country that's ever survived it. I'm very, I'm truly, I'm concerned about what's going on with our nation. But let me tell you about two more train wrecks coming to our country. And this is even more concerning than, than what I shared with you earlier. Our power grid in this nation is at a critical state. Our nation has not been modernizing it. It has not been building parts to replace parts. At this point, we have a very delicate under system of the power grid. And as anything comes that disturbs it, it's going to take down major sections of the country for power. They are now predicting that we're going to have brownouts this summer in various places around the United States. Think about this for a moment. What are you going to do if you suddenly lose electrical power for a few days? What, what do you do with your refrigerator and your freezer and the food that you've got? How do, how do you work? How, how do you do the things you need to do? If you've got an EV vehicle, how do you charge it? We have a calamity about to hit this country. And by the way, the people that are involved in the power grid and understand it, they're scared to death. And it's being referred to as a train wreck getting ready to hit us. Number two train wreck. We have a major financial crisis now going on. And I'm sure you've seen the news reports this week about certain banks failing and presidents coming on and assuring us that everything is safe, banks are safe. Even my bank, I have a couple of bank accounts, my local banks, they even wrote me letters assuring me that their bank is safe, that they haven't overinvested in the wrong things and so forth. And here's what the problem is, is that these large banks, these banks that are in trouble, they made investments into certain things that they can't get back out of the investment. They took the risk of locking them, their funds up into a fund of an investment that was they thought was going to produce a nice return, but it turns out it's not producing such a good return. And right now on the books, it doesn't look good. And so it looks like they're losing money and they're below, falling below the line of where they're a viable bank. So these banks are failing and the government's having to come in and the proper term for this is bail them out with taxpayer money to make a, amends for what's going on. But here's what's playing into the whole thing, is there are now voices, 
in the government, and it's almost like this has kind of been planned, where they're saying, you know what, we need to get rid of all regional banks. We need to get rid of state banks. We need to get rid of the local bank that you may have in your community. What we need is about four giant banks for the whole nation. And these banks will be regulated by the U.S. government so we never have that disaster. And by the way, that way we can go right to digital money. That's the agenda. So this year, we're talking about this financial crisis may get worse, and there is an agenda behind it as to what's going on. Now, I'm not suggesting you pull your money out of a bank right now or anything like that, but you need to be paying attention to this because it is going to affect all of us. So let's shift gears. Let's talk about what's going on in Israel. As you know, the judicial reform law that's going through what they call now the judicial overhaul is causing even more controversy. There are nationwide protests. They're blocking highways. We have IDF reserve units saying they're not going to report for duty if this law goes through. For crying out loud, you've got to be kidding me. I can't, I can't believe this is going on in Israel. The President Herzog he put together a compromise. He presented it to Netanyahu and the ruling coalition. Netanyahu summarily dismissed it. And he's now warning we're on the brink of a civil war in Israel. And here's the interesting thing behind it. And Netanyahu came out and stated this this week. The United States of America is funding all of the protests in Israel and stirring up other nations and other bodies to try to put pressure on Israel to not pass that reform law. Why in the world would the United States of America be interested in interfering with some governmental process going on in the state of Israel? Well, let me take you back a little history. When we had President Clinton here, he didn't like Benjamin Netanyahu, and he tried to interfere in the elections. And when we had President Obama, he didn't like Netanyahu either. And he tried to interfere in some of the stuff going on. And part of the reason why Israel went through five elections and couldn't quite get their government form is because of foreign interference from the United States of America. Because of our friendship and relationship with Israel, they're able to get their tentacles into their own country and manipulate what's going on. This is a fact. The government of the United States of America, under the leadership of Clinton, Obama, and now Joe Biden, are doing harm to the nation of Israel and its people. They're getting them to believe lies. What the government of Israel is presently trying to do in the judicial reform law is to balance out the checks and balances within the government. The government at the moment is out of balance, meaning the judicial branch has too much control. Who is exploiting the judicial branch to cause these issues and the problems? The United States of America. And this whole thing has to do with Netanyahu trying to change the balance of power so that foreign influence does not affect Israel anymore. That's the reason why he doesn't appear to want to negotiate or compromise. He is trying to stop a major issue that has been happening with the nation of Israel for several U.S. presidents. And oh, by the way, the liberals and the United States and the people in the State Department and the White House, they do not want to give up this power. So that's the controversy.
politically that's going on within the United States of America. I want to take you back to an old story. This is back in the days, this is back in the, in the 90s, when Shimon Perez was the prime minister of Israel. And he lost the election to Benjamin Netanyahu. This is the first time Benjamin Netanyahu came in to be the prime minister. The day that Shimon Perez turned over the keys to the office of the prime minister to Benjamin Netanyahu, in the midst of the intifadas that were going on, the threats from Iran, threats from Hezbollah, all the Palestinian problems that were going on, the words that he chose to give to Benjamin Netanyahu as he left office was, now you can deal with the United States of America. It's well known in Israel. We have this interesting relationship with us, our country. They need our support for certain things to maintain a qualitative edge against all of their enemies. And yet at the same time, our government seems to think that we can manipulate them and get them to do what we want them to do and maintain power and control over them. I have to tell you something. I know a Bible verse that specifically says that any nation or person that interferes with the nation of Israel, it's like sticking your finger in God's eye. That's the scripture. That is a very concerning element for it. By the way, the most recent protests, you're going to love this. I can't make this stuff up. The most recent protests in Israel, they have formed like these Antifa groups that are going around and just causing great disruption and damage and so forth. Where did they get that idea from? The United States of America. That's where that spread to. Very concerning. So let's talk a little bit more about Israel and their neighbors. Israel clearly at this moment is preparing for war. Their air force has been practicing air refueling with the U.S. tankers. And all of that is to solve that one logistics problem of enough fuel to fly to Iran and fly back safely, so they have to practice in-flight refueling. And it was just announced that the Israeli Air Force has come to Nevada and has gone to an Air Force base and to use the Red Flag training facility. Red Flag is the most sophisticated air combat maneuvering instrumentation range in the world. You can bring all kinds of squadrons and aircraft in, and you can practice war on this computer. And you actually fly in the aircraft. It is a very sophisticated system. It's born out of what was called the Air Combat Maneuvering Instrumentation Range, which is a technology the United States had. And as I'm saying to you, it is the top training facility in the world if you want to practice war using airplanes. And the IDF is over right now going through. Their top guys are going through it. The Israel just authorized to Ukraine what are called defensive weapons to assist against Iranian drones. What they've given them is electronic warfare weapons. These are weapons that can be carried by soldiers, set up, and when a drone comes over, they point this electronic warfare device at it, and they basically can kill all the signals to the drone and cause it to crash or fall or take control of it. And so Ukraine wants a bunch of that because they're getting a lot of drone attacks and Israel has the right electronic warfare weapons to do that. So Israel has agreed to supply those to Ukraine. Hezbollah, as I mentioned to you before, has been setting up groups now in southern Syria just across the border from Israel. 
And you're probably asking yourself, now what in the world could they possibly do from that position other than run across the border with a gun? No, they're, they're doing something else. And believe me when I said you can't make this stuff up, you, you, you can't. Apparently Hezbollah is using those platforms over there in southern Syria to point lasers over at, to try to point into the eyes and the face of Israeli soldiers and Israeli citizens. And that's, this is threatening. This can potentially blind you when you get a laser shot at your eyes. Well, how is Israel responding to that? Well, <laughs> they've been launching stink bombs across the border over to where the lasers are being flashed. And so they're causing this very irritating stink over there. So we got lasers fighting stink bombs on the border of Syria between Israel and Hezbollah. Again, you can't make this stuff up. Well, let's get back to reality. Passover season is coming up. I pray that you're getting ready for Passover. And of course, with Passover, we begin the whole series of holidays for this biblical year. And one of the things I would love to see you do is start keeping the Passover, continue through the holidays, and maybe even come and join us at Lion and Lamb at the Feast of Tabernacles that we host here in Oklahoma. If you'd like to have more information about that event, just go to the Lion and Lamb website and you can get information about our Feast of Tabernacles we've got planned. And we've got an exciting year planned for it. It's a great way to come and connect with all your Messianic brethren from all across the nation. And again, I'd like to remind you on our broadcast, hit that like button that you have there and hit that little subscribe thing there. We appreciate your support. That helps this ministry tremendously. When you hit that, it doesn't cost you anything. We'd love to have you do that. It would help us out greatly. So with all of that, Shabbat Shalom to all of you. And remember, the Lord is not departing from us nor forsaking us. He is going to deliver us from all that's coming. Shabbat Shalom.